My mom told me not to talk to strangers on the internet, and I'm glad I didn't listen. We are the Certified Nunas, your sisters in the love of Asian entertainment. Hi, I'm Jesse. I'm Natalia. And I'm Skye. And it's just the three of us today. Mm-hmm. And I have a question for you ladies, and also okay. the audience as a whole. How do we feel about fair compensation for labor? <laughs> I mean, pretty sounds pretty it. good. Yeah. yeah. How do we I'm, I'm feel? Yeah, I'm, I'm also a fan. How do we feel about like gender parity, like equality amongst mm-hmm. the sexes? Yeah, you're I saying P A R I T Y, not P A R O D Y. Yeah, parity, parity, parity. equality amongst <laughs> the sexes. Yes. I mean, um, girls rule and boys drool, but. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> true this is true and how do we feel about the valuing of unpaid domestic labor how do we feel about that i think we should value it yeah i think so um and what if i were to tell well i know you two know but what if i were to tell you the royal you as in everyone out there that there is a show that values these things as much as you girls here that's right we're here to talk about one of the greatest wins for a fair and just society that have ever been Uh put on television, the Japanese show, full-time wife escapist, AKA I married as a job. We married as a job. We married as a job. Sorry. When I tell you (laughs) this show, it's too good. It's really presenting us a utopian of what can be shocking how good it is Mm -hmm. you don't expect it like you don't expect it through the posters like the synopsis you just don't you don't know where you're going with this and i started watching it because i was like contract marriage say less (laughs) that's like my favorite trope but it was so much more Mm -hmm. so much more so it's an 11 episode drama that came out in 2016, but made it to Viki last year. And I know Sky and I immediately watched it. Well, and now it's on Netflix. And now it's on Netflix. Mm-hmm. Which it just was just recently added to Netflix. Just right? recently. Yeah, yeah, just recently, like in, I think, January, January? or something. Yeah. Um, and has the best relationship perhaps of all time maybe also um i just need to point out the couple in the show got married after the show so um just putting yeah, that just out there just side note a little a little sprinkle of spice in there for you uh, mm-hmm. we all love real to real you know uh, <laughs> big fans but uh yeah so we're here to talk about this j-drama that oh yeah. It's so good. It's, like I don't. Yeah, it's it's a very much a like. Oh, it was so oh. nice. Oh. I I do think one of the really cool things is like, the reality is marriage as a legal binding contract mm-hmm. is choosing to be domestic partners, and split duties and money and mm-hmm. all types of very boring crap. But who does it usually get dumped on versus who's earning the money? All these things, right? Yeah. Like, and so. Yeah. And no one ever really wants to actually have conversations about that because marriage as 
you know, it gets romanticized and all that other, but like, so this show steps into like, what, what is marriage as like a domestic partnership essentially? Mm -hmm. And let's actually talk about it. And I love it because, and I'll say it here. I really do think that anyone considering getting married or if you are Mm -hmm. married, like I, I highly recommend the show because you should have conversations like mm-hmm. this. Yes. Like, and people will say, "Oh, it's too good to be true." All this stuff. You it should actually have com- you should have conversations about who's doing domestic labor, what value is that, mm-hmm. how they're is, feeling it- about it, and mm-hmm. then one of the also things that I think the show does really well is that it it shows the like renegotiations of things. Like mm-hmm. after a while, understanding that like it can't what you've like established can't be go on forever like so there's like reevaluations of what's going on maybe things have changed like maybe someone's working or like just they're mentally they're not like feeling well or that sort of thing and I, and like it's really nice to see that like that show not only like focuses on the other stuff but also realizes that it's not it's like an ever evolving type yeah. of situation like, you're going to have to continue to have new conversations about new circumstances that will happen, and you might have to completely change your contract setup that mm-hmm. you have mm-hmm. in order for everyone to feel valued and stuff like yeah, that. And, and life changes, too. Like and people, even... people will think, like, oh, that's so unrealistic. And it's like, honestly, if you're domestic partners... You should be having conversations yeah. almost identical to some of these conversations. So, like, anyway, that's that's just kind of the PSA of it's really cool. But we haven't even told you what the show's about yet. <laughs> so I'm pulling a sky and I'm pulling us back, back to the beginning. So we set the scene where you meet in sort of a mockumentary style, as in, like, it's as though she's being interviewed for some sort of documentary which is a running gag throughout the show that they, anyway. No. You meet uh, a 26-year-old named Moriyama McCurry. And she has a master's degree in psychology, but can't find a job. Everywhere thinks she's either, you know, too educated or not educated enough. So she's working as a temp office worker, but then she gets laid off, even though she's the best temp office worker. And the reason is, well, you have such a good degree that we think you'll be able to find a new job really soon. Mm. Ha 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 laugh. She says, um, <laughs> so then her father's like, Hey, I own a cleaning company. You can, you can just work for my cleaning company because I have someone who needs a cleaner every Friday and you're good at cleaning. So she goes off to become a housekeeper every Friday for this gentleman named Suzaki, Suzaki Hiramasa. And he's uh he's he's what my grandmother would have called an odd duck. Um, he's he's very straight to the point, uh, very socially awkward, just likes to do work, does and wants his house to be cleaned to his level of satisfaction, but not in like a mean way. Like he's not mm-hmm. like mean about anything. He's just like, so we'll do it on a trial basis, and if I like how you clean, I'll hire you. Well, very straightforward. Tur- yeah, very straightforward. Turns out. She will likes cleaning, and he loves what what she's putting down in the cleaning department. But then, the big crisis. 
her dad says he's retiring and suddenly very quickly like within a month he and his wife so her mom are moving to the countryside because it's been their dream to live in a you know antique wooden house (laughs) that that type of trope of just parents piecing out on like adult daughter children just is such still living with them yeah yeah it's such a j-drama thing like oh my gosh like like, yeah you can move you can move with us to like this small town and she's like where there's even less job opportunities for me okay So then she goes to the guy and she's like, listen, I'm really sorry about this. Like, I know that finally you have a cleaner that you like and that does everything that you want to do. And I really liked working for you, but my parents are retiring and moving. So I won't be able to clean for you anymore. Unless. (laughs) Ding, ding, ding. And then she's like, but maybe we could get married. Like, she's like, ideally, I would just be your live-in housekeeper, but, like, I don't think my parents would, like, like that, that if, like, a single woman and a single man were living together. So, like, maybe we could just, like, pretend to get married, and then our families will be cool with it. Like, what about your family? Would they be cool with it? And he's like, well, I have spent my entire life telling them that I refuse to get married. Um, (laughs) So I feel like they may be a little overjoyed about (laughs) this happening. And then they have a contract marriage and it goes from there, essentially. Like that's that's the end of the actual like plot. The rest is just like their married life going from contract to inevitably, you know, spoiler alert. Maybe some romance forms Falling between them. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's, it's also so nice because it, at first it's really like it's um it's it's essentially employer employee. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then it's kind of it starts being kind of a quiet friendship it, slash coworkers is what yeah. it feels like. It just yeah. it really feels like a friendship that just they're mutually there's roommates like they were roommates. be nice to each other essentially, <laughs> and so the romance is very slow, mm-hmm. which I very thought was slow. lovely and very well, like also- realistic for those two people. Yeah, like- but it's also really nice because it allows for um, the growth, especially of the the main lead the male leads like his growth in his self because he is so kind of like socially not confident and all this stuff yeah and she's like a bit more outgoing and nice and she kind of helps him in his journey of being more social at work or doing some things and kind of getting out of his comfort zone and so it was really nice that like the show focused on that aspect before Mm. like it really dived into them having like a relationship so they were kind of like building up this like foundation of like even her she was starting to like find fulfillment in her life because she was able to provide this like cleaning service and she was doing mm-hmm. something that she found that she did well and was being appreciated for it and like so it showed that they they grew in their the, mm-hmm. the like themselves as human beings and then they became a romantic coupling so it's like they had that like path of like finding themselves first and then finding that relationship yeah mm-hmm. and then the way even the contract marriage was set up i think there was essentially like they weren't going to always necessarily stay together there was kind mm-hmm. of like there's like a trap door at the end right like eventually yeah. we will probably split Move up later on, on or something yeah, I think but there was like yeah. a but like if you felt like if you found someone there would be like it easy like we're not even gonna try you know you're gonna be able to leave this contract like yeah, yeah. 
nobody's gonna like keep you each other here did they so for for contract marriage side did they ever have the rule you can't get feels no no that was never because it wasn't a concern it wasn't a concern concern it wasn't a concern but wasn't there like a point in when they started to like have feelings for each other he's he's like we didn't do that we didn't put that in and like he kind of freaks out (laughs) about it it. has like it has a full scene of him having a mental breakdown (laughs) as he sits there looking at the clause that says if one of us falls for someone else and then he goes he starts typing like if the employer and the employee and then he's like backspace he's like no i can't write this like what am i gonna do like (laughs) i didn't didn't account for this he's so which is so adorable so so adorable the entire (laughs) show it's uh, uh. like hyper respectful Mm -hmm. of like just her space and just letting her do her thing and great now i have to say like like respectful of everyone too it's like any single person he is like very much not into people being like overworked or like underappreciated or undervalued like just across the board it doesn't matter if Mm -hmm. they are like contracted by him or not he's very much from the very beginning that's one of his like big stances yeah now of course uh two people does not a show make so we have a lovely <laughs> cast of kooky fun characters. Of course. Day dramas love their found families too. <laughs> so the first the first one that we have is uh, the aunt of the uh, of McCurry, Moriama McCurry. So her aunt, who is a high powered businesswoman who never married in her fifties, who society was dealing with the fact that society now is like Oh, you're old and never married, so you're useless. Despite the fact that she has a incredible job and a happy life, this is constantly just being shoved in her face. There's even like a point where like a younger woman is like basically there's this there's this dude, we'll get to him, who's like interested in this the the aunt character who's younger than her and there's a younger woman who's like why would he pick you over me like you're old and and she's and she's like does it hurt you to know that you're looking at your future right now that one day you will be me and will you think that you are old and useless to like everyone like does that not has that not occurred to you in your 25 year old head yet Mm -hmm. that one day you will be a 50 year old woman no mm-hmm. so there was that aspect um then of course you have her love interest who is this handsome dude who works with the husband um who's like a project coordinator at their software company uh, like and big man on campus yeah he's, he's like the hot guy he's not married he's never has charisma and like the yeah. morale of this you know entire he's, department you know, goes up yeah, yeah. And then we have his the the husband's two other friends, um, this family guy who's kind of bad at his job, but everyone likes him because he's just a nice guy. Uh, and then this middle aged gay man who's very interested in everyone's tea, like <laughs> he wants to know everything about. Everyone. And from the very beginning, he clocks something going that on. That something ain't right something about this marriage. This. So, <laughs> he, he, initially, like... he initially incorrectly assumes 
what's happening. This is probably where the spoilers are going to happen. So as we always say, if you haven't watched it, definitely go watch it it and then come back and listen. (laughs) If you have watched it, keep going. Um, He initially figures out like, hmm, these two ain't really married. So he's like, I know what it is. He's gay. She's a lesbian, but their parents are homophobic. So they're like beard marrying. Like, oh, it's so, it's so beautiful. Like just the, the, the classic gay lesbian alliance that we always, that has been throughout well, time. What, what I want to say about his character though, is he, it's, it's all very subtle. Like yeah. as far as it's, he doesn't have huge, he doesn't have a heck ton of screen time. He has some. Yeah. So mm-hmm. whenever he's given some, like it clocks pretty he, quick, like so it shows like he's understanding. <laughs> a lot of it's very subtle, mm-hmm. and him as a character, as far as like clocking him as gay, it, again, they, it's not a character. It's not. No, he's just a gay really, man. Like everyone's like, oh, yeah. I wonder if he's they're like. And so instead of it being like, this is our gay friend, they'll be like, oh, do you have a boyfriend yet? And he's like, no, still single. So it's like they don't. It doesn't matter that he's gay. That's just well, like, it doesn't matter. However, they do this really nice thing with his character. He's not mm. on for very long, but he has an actually like really great character arc to him. Yeah. Because they start to touch on the fact about how he has to live in society as a gay man and it not being conducive to him having like relationships yeah. or like marriages and that sort of thing. And they like really integrate that into it his character really well too which kind of like also informs you of like why he's so like kind of invested in others because like he kind of has this like sense of like since he can't in his own community because of the world around us he Mm -hmm. can't do those like kind of like fulfillment things he's kind of like investing his like self into others kind of just like and, escaping and, uh, into them and and age is also an aspect yeah. of his life as well so between the aunt and him and talking him and about aunt, like being older yeah. they become like, like best besties him and the aunt the fact yeah. that they hit on this stuff is just like in this show it's just it's so incredible cool. yeah and then like that's great but what i love about his character is like the other, the other three guys will be having a conversation about something that this guy would most definitely want to know about. And they'd be like, man, like, I haven't seen your Asuna around. I wonder where he's he's at. And then the camera will pan and he will be like, like crouched <laughs> behind the couch, like just listening, like, ooh, I got all the hot gas today. Like, <laughs> and the amount of times that there's like a scene with people just talking in the office and then like the, the back of the couch cushion will shift and you'll just see his like eyes behind the couch and you're like okay come on well and sometimes you can tell he only got a certain part like a of a conversation of yeah. so you know exactly mm. what he's going to misunderstand <laughs> yeah. out of it and and so uh, he's a really good source of comedy without it being too ridiculous really it's, a, it's also it doesn't get too grating like it's very like you know how like his character like in a, a other drama like this would be the one who's constantly trying to really kind of aggressively mm-hmm. find out ladder stuff climb so like, or something yeah. or like you yeah. know it be a thing where it becomes like it could really affect the per- people two people negatively yeah. but he's not that way he just he's aggressive he's just and nosy. wants to know but he yeah. it's not like because he's going to ruin their lives with that yeah. information i think uh <laughs> and, he, and he's sort of like there's this one scene, like this one series of scenes, where um, 
initially the guy who has kids was supposed to go over to their house for dinner with his kids but then he couldn't go because like what part of this guy's character is that every time he and his kids are supposed to show up something happens to one of the kids like the kids always have a fight a fever like it's just like always like yeah there's always something so so then he sends like the other two friends in his place meanwhile the husband was like okay we can't have these other two friends over to our house because they will figure out that we're not really married, that this is a fake marriage. So they show up and then the husband goes to pick up the guy and his kids that he thinks he's picking up at the station, but Mm -hmm. these two guys show up and he's like, uh, here's how you get to my house. I texted you that that I have to do something. And he just books it. And he's like, take your time, walk slowly. And just, he (laughs) runs home as fast as he can to be like, quick, like hide everything that like could indicate that we're not married. And then immediately the doorbell rings and both like the handsome guy and the gay man are just like sweat covered, like panting. He's like, we ran here too. What are you trying to hide? But then he shows up and he's walking around the room and he's looking at what the wife cooked. And he's like, hmm cook pad like were you using the cook pad app for this and she was like uh uh yes and he's like well i'm one of the main contributors isn't it a lovely app and it's just like it turns like the conversation on its head and she loves his recipes and so she's cooking his recipes it's so endearing Mm -hmm. it really it's really sweet and they have lots of cute moments together like it's great And then uh, the wife character, so the main character, also has a best friend character um, Mm -hmm. who is a married woman with a child who finds out her husband is cheating on her and decides to divorce him against the objections of her family and And his family. The kid is very young. Yeah, like under a year. Like under a year, yeah. Still in, yeah, it's. It's, it's really sad, actually. Like, yeah, for... it's actually incredibly sad. But she's like, and she sort of is talking about this, another part of expectation for married women. And she's like, I don't see why I should have to suffer with this man who clearly doesn't respect me because society says that's the best thing for my child. Mm-hmm. And she goes, "Is am I doing the right thing? Like, am I going to ruin my child's life by doing this? And then the main character's like, absolutely not. Like, would you rather your child grow up in a house where your their parents hate each, hate them each other, or would it be better to have one parent who who loves them? Mm-hmm. And it's just like, mm. and I think of all you know the people I knew growing up whose parents hated each other and stayed together for the kids, and as soon as they like went yeah. to college, they get divorced, and then you're just thinking you're like, and how pretty much to the T. Every single one of them was like, I wish they just divorced when we were kids. Like, yeah, would have just made life easier. So it's, you know, but another societal expectation that it's turning over its head where it's like. Yeah, it also like talks to kind of about like how like she's the one who's taking care of the kid. It's not even like the husband Mm -hmm. is contributing anything except for money. Like, so it's, it's like, why? Wouldn't it be fine if, like, the wife piece, like, she already is doing everything. Nothing's going to change. Nothing will change except for, like, that money, essentially. Yeah. Mm -hmm. (sighs) So it's, like, every, every single conversation has, like, so many, like, different things that. Oh, and then also, we kind of brushed on it a little bit, but how the main husband dude how he interacts at work. So like mm-hmm. we kind of said, like he's kind of all about making sure no one gets taken advantage of. Like he's, he's, I'd almost say he's militant. Like he's, he's very, 
he makes sure that everyone's going to get like not have to overwork like you better get paid for your work like take Mm -hmm. care of yourself like he's very into that but so like there's conversations around work culture because of that Mm-hmm. And how kind of some of those expectations, and they don't go super, I don't, I don't think they go, they don't spend a lot of time on it, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. they they brush on those things sometimes with like overtime or whatever, or because yeah. the type of work is, they sometimes do have to pull very grueling long mm-hmm. hours to fix their software problems. And so like how that either affects family life or whatever, but also they better be getting paid appropriately. Like, yeah. that's always mm-hmm. a big deal to him. Yeah. I... <laughs> the show is just... I, like, I recognize that it is presenting a utopian ideal of a relationship, but this isn't a utopian ideal that's unattainable for people. Mm-mm. Like, this is an attainable ideal if people just start being real cool about stuff. You know yeah, I mean? I mean, like, the... They do some really great things with, like, when they start to, like, um, misinterpret each other, too. Mm-hmm. And they're ve- it's very realistic in the way that they do it. Like, it's, it's you can understand why the other person is, like, misinterpreting whatever it is in the way. So it's, it's not just, like, drama for the sake of drama, but, like, kind of, like, having those, like, realistic moments mm-hmm. where it's not going to, even with, like this like seemingly very sweet like perfect couple because they really are very sweet they're so perfect yeah um but like there is some like issues there's some like even though she's very like accommodating of like every single person like there are some differences that she has especially with like him as like his personality and like he is like very coded to be autistic yeah very much um and like so some of that is like a challenge for her just because she's you know like a very outgoing person and just like likes to be social and kind of like knows those like normal social cues that he may not pick up on um but it's like done in just such a like a gentle way that it's just really mm-hmm. nice to see because it's not like they're like doing it to like start to tarnish what you're seeing on the show but like they understand that you can't have this like perfect couple that just like magically got together like yeah she magically picked the best guy to you know clean his house for or whatever and there's not drama for drama's sake mm-hmm. no like there's it, it's always very realistic or yeah logical with what happens with the characters i will say there's one thing about this show and this is me being real nitpicky that I find so strange. Okay. Mm. So you're presented the aunt character who is said to like treat this, the main character as, as her own daughter, loves her like her own daughter. Okay. Mm. And has all these business connections. (laughs) See where I'm going with this and (laughs) sees for years, her niece who she loves with all of her heart, struggling to find a job won't just yeah won't just but do you, reach out do to you, someone do you want to be the nipple hire 
Do you like, really want listen, to be the Nepo I, hire? I feel like at this point, at this point, I think she would have taken a Nepo hire. Like when she I mean, gets like, fired from like, her you temp know, job, temp jobs with a master's degree. True, yeah. that's like, true. It, like in the, when she's doing the temp job, one of the things is that she constantly is just like cleaning out the boss's coffee mug. That's like yeah. her and job is, there. And then, and then like, like whatever like the other temp is not doing, she kind of just like does because she yeah. So she do does it. her work and the other temp's work, and then she's the one who gets fired because the temp worker doesn't have a master's degree, mm-hmm. so needs the job more. Like I feel like if I was this aunt, I'd be like, hey, listen, <laughs> like. I know people like I can yeah. probably find you something. Which, it's so like when I went into this show, like I wasn't expecting it to be so layered with stuff too. Like I wasn't expecting mm-hmm. this kind of like the the work culture aspect of it, mm. and not just like work culture of like not being able to find a job, but like not being able to find a job because you're female and you're an older female, which means that yeah. you probably should be getting married, which kind of ties into stuff. But then like also like his stuff and like there's a point where he loses his job and like whatever like happens you know like all Mm -hmm. these things um i wasn't expecting the show to kind of focus on that more and yeah with the ends it's just it was a lot of it was just so surprising and what it was doing not just like that like you had this like really great like pairing and the things that they were doing within their marriage or their relationship were really great there's like focusing on these other aspects which all like kind of like affected the relationship or like a relationship and so it's nice to kind of see that like integrated with this central like love story and then one of the like one of the things that started to kind of be one of the renegotiation times for them was she so the the wife person <laughs> puppy wants to come in <laughs> yeah when she started she naturally developed relationships with her people that she was like getting groceries from and all this stuff. and so she she started kind of making opportunities for herself that eventually mm. became time draining but she was enjoying and then it kind of became more of an opportunity like it kind of Mm -hmm. grew from there and she wasn't really necessarily intending that but then it kind of developed into things yeah and how that was going to affect her time to be able to always do dinner a certain way or always clean on a specific day a certain you know like things Mm -hmm. need to change in order to accommodate me to spend time on this other thing Mm -hmm. and to to have for renegotiation like that and that's so that's why i say that's a good example of a conversation that would actually need to happen yeah. in yeah. a true to life relationship and i really like the way that she you know she lays it out she's like you know i i am your employee and as an employer like this is the problem that it all come out and then he goes well what if you weren't my employee what if instead our marriage was a joint partnership like a joint economic mm-hmm. partnership between two people. So we're both basically CEOs of this house. And, you know, I am the CFO and you're <laughs> the CEO, right? Like, so I deal with the money and you deal with everything else. That becomes more of an equitable relationship where we say that the money that is brought in is equitable to the labor that is being done mm-hmm. inside of the house. And that's sort of the entire point of the drama is that, hey, guess what? Domestic labor is an incredibly important part of something that happens that keeps society running. Mm -hmm. 
and has kept society running for years. So maybe mm-hmm. let's not disrespect people who do domestic labor like housewives or stay-at-home moms or you know cleaners yeah. or whatever because they are enabling everything else to happen. Yeah. Um now I know we don't normally do this on but I just <laughs> my eyes <laughs> listen okay I know we I know we don't norm I know we don't normally do this not on Patreon but well, I was just, I happened to accidentally scroll on the too oh. far down <laughs> no. on, on the My Drama list. And I have a comment that I have here that I think we need to talk about because it actually, I, I think this person is incredibly misguided with what they're writing. I'm not going to call them out. Okay. So they, they start out by saying how much they love the show. They don't like the title, but they love the show. Great. Then they have this paragraph that I'll just read to you because I think this is integral to the misunderstanding of what's happening is, but as cute as the setup is, this would be gross in real life. Because this is my first life, use the same plot. You hire a roommate to clean your house, but fake marry her so that no one thinks anything kinky is going on. In real life, if you read that some guy fake married a younger woman, but was paying her to clean his house, you'd be totally grossed out. No, you wouldn't. No, you wouldn't. Like, he didn't, that's not what's happening here but also i think this is a gross misunderstanding again that leads into this like concept of like what the value of domestic labor is Mm -hmm. because i hate to tell this person but men have been marrying women for far less savory reasons than wanting them to clean their house for years and it's also kind of like to like there needs to be conversation had and i think the the drama shows that like conversations need to be had to like figure out things so you don't have these misunderstandings and clearly this commenter like you can't just take the like surface thing like the surface theme and like imply it to be like that's weird that's gross when you can sit there and have a conversation about like why they did it and what they Mm. did it especially in context of it being a japanese society which is completely different than other places too like variety of different reasons. Mm-hmm. I also think there's always something to be said for every relationship, every marriage, and it's every different. family unit, and every individual is incredibly mm-hmm. different, and mm-hmm. they have different needs and desires, and yeah. they are going to live life in a different way than even their five coworkers. Literally, yeah, no no family unit is the same. No marriage is the same. No dating relationship is too. the same. Yeah. And honestly, if the, okay, I, I love, you know, the romance aspect. It's super cute. But honestly, if this drama never even went there, it would have still, it would been still wonderful. have been, it would have been a cute marriage if they yeah. still wanted to keep, that's, that's the thing. Marriage is entirely different for every single person that chooses to get married. Yeah. And yeah. so, and that probably speak, age doesn't matter, but I feel like as, as you get older, you realize every marriage is different. Every relationship is different. Every person mm-hmm. is different. So everyone's going to live life very differently and make completely yeah. different choices. And the two people that need to be discussing it are the two people in the marriage and classifying yeah. what that is. 
Not and an is outsider. it anybody else's business? No. Heck no. And and I don't want to like call this commenter out because I don't know them. I don't know their situation. But what the way they wrote that seems incredibly naive to me. Mm-hmm. And probably, you know, I don't want to... Th- I think this person who's writing it is probably on the younger side. Yeah. Because well, they don't... And, and that's, that's why I brought up the age. I yeah. feel like yeah. that's the assumption yeah. there. Because um, it's like somehow indicating that this guy is some sort of creep. When in fact, she was the one who proposed the partnership. Mm-hmm. She, the the female character, is the one who asked to change to yeah and potentially it, seeing each other in a romantic way. Gap, if you take the years, okay, yes, there's a gap, but it's not like she was young when no, she started. She's not eighteen. She's, she's twenty five and he's thirty five. Yeah, yeah, like that's it's not, not. It's not terrible, especially because. You clearly, the show clearly tells you where she is mentally in her life. The only thing that's holding her back is society and getting a job and that sort of thing. Mm -hmm. But like mentally she is advanced. It's not like she's immature. And and emotionally she's more mature than he is emotionally at the Mm -hmm. beginning. So like not much because and, both of them are pretty well, awkward. And ha- but- having a direct conversation about choosing to partner up for resource reasons, essentially, and to get along in society for that, like that is a very mature conversation. Yeah. Well, and it's and also, also that's kind of what marriage thing. was for most well, of history. Yeah, like, like, but also like it is now. How much stuff do you guys like? I, as the single person on this podcast, like, like think of the things that like you get out of having like a second person even even if it's just like them like being able to like do a load of laundry while you go yeah. do something else like it like take care of you when you're sick do things life. for you oh yeah. let me tell you taxes, having credit like all yeah. this stuff like y- you kind of are forced to be in a relationship to do some things and to be able to like just live what i'm telling you that having someone there when you're sick is so nice which actually initially in the show he he doesn't agree to have like he's like what like he gets very so stunned when she suggests this you know marriage but then he gets sick and she doesn't hear from him and worries about him and then takes care of him and then he's like oh this is why people get married oh i see the value of having another person there yeah yeah and like, I don't think there's actually anything wrong with that. If you have, like, mutual respect for one another and, you know, value each other as mm-hmm. people, that's just as valuable as if you got the hots for one another. Yeah. Because, listen, having the hots for one another, that may fade. But well, mutual honestly, respect for one another, that shit just gets better, you know? Honestly, there are so many different types of people that even some people don't desire or feel yeah. like romantic attraction for it, it's all like there's so many different people and types of relationships yeah. that, like there we have no right to dictate you can't put who it needs what and, yeah yeah so like that's the thing about it, it's just like raising kids you're not supposed to judge how you, your next door neighbor raises their children mm. you know like you raise your kids they raise theirs right yeah I'm not meaning your awful neighbors. Natalia. Yeah, <laughs> they're the exception to every rule. You know, I think you know the important thing to remember is 
what I think is a very wise saying, I don't even remember who said it, and hopefully it wasn't someone awful, um, <laughs> is the only reason you should look into your neighbor's bowl is to make sure they have enough to eat. And I think that's sort of the application could be applied to this as well when you're mm -hmm. trying to find criticisms with this, what you particularly find bizarre about this marriage is you should really only look to another person's marriage to make sure everyone in it is okay. Yeah. Like you should only, or, you know. You can also look at something and inwardly consider how, like, would that be something that you would be interested in? Like mm. to, would you need to maybe adjust your relationship to be more understanding or communicative based on what you're like, mm -hmm. you can use other people's examples to like learn things. You can learn things from other people. And that's great. Even within fiction. That's what's so yeah. cool about this show. Yeah. But, and that's why I say like, how realistic are these conversations that they have about their partnership and stuff? They, it seems a little over the top because you start saying CEO and things like that. Yeah. But the reality yeah. is when you get to the nitty gritty of what they're actually saying, Mm -hmm. Again, some of those are actually very natural conversations that if one spouse needs to split their time differently, probably having a sit down about it before mm -hmm. you start doing that would be helpful yeah. for everybody involved. Yeah. That's just reality. Like, is yeah. that boring to other yeah. people? Yeah, but like, that's but the way marriage works. <laughs> yeah, because like, it. you know. Because, like, while they're talking about, like, how we're going to split our time, like, as co-CEOs, it comes out because he lost his job and he has two job offers. One that, one that has, pays 90% of what his salary was but isn't particularly interesting of a job and one that he's incredibly interested in but is only, like, 50% of what his salary used to be. And then he's, and she's like, well, like, this is an important conversation to have. Like, is it more valuable to us as a unit that you bring in this money or is it more valuable, like, maybe if we split up the chores and you're more engaged in your work, making you a happier person all around, and then I can go get like a part-time job to supplement the income that we would be missing, but you would have to then supplement the time that I would spend on domestic labor in order to like make everything kind of an equilibrium. And that's a perfectly reasonable conversation for someone to have. But also, so within that conversation, I thought the thing that really shocked me, I suppose, was it was, it was at least one conversation near that time in the show when she brings up, how it is unfair to then start to be like, well, you get paid with affection yeah. for something mm -hmm. and having that conversation. Now, as far as, is that somewhat unrealistic? Maybe, but like, I loved it because who has the guts to say? Affection doesn't yeah. Affection is bills. not constant and it does yeah. not pay the bills. If your affection literally goes away one day, what what compensation will mm -hmm. I be getting? Yeah. Which I think it wasn't it wasn't a rude conversation. It was just a very important thing to say. And mm -hmm. I was like, ah, that is something that probably every woman within a marriage would really yeah. love to have that mm -hmm. conversation. And it, and it made sense for her to be having that conversation because she just was you know with her friend whose husband had no affection for her, cheated on her several times, and then she was left with nothing when she left mm -hmm. him. Like she had to move back in with her parents and help them run their tiny little grocery store. Um, and so like, and be a single mother with absolutely no help from her ex who wanted nothing to do with her. Yeah. And so all of that labor that she went through, being a housewife, having his child, the actual 
physical labor of having a child and then raising the child for a year meant nothing because in society the point of the show is that in society domestic labor is not valued as work mm-hmm. uh, and you know and this attitude isn't like a japanese specific thing you see it everywhere where you know like women are expected to leave their careers to take care of their children and but then they're also punished for that because they're not being economically you know useful and you know they have a harder time getting back into the job market after they've done this or you know you'll have you'll hear about guys being like oh like when i get home from work like I don't want to help my wife do the dishes because like, she's just been home all day doing whatever. And I'm like, my guy earlier in this, am I the asshole post you posted that you have four children with like a 26 year old, that bitch wasn't sitting on her ass all day. Let's all calm down. Like, you know what I mean? Like, no, 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 no. So it's like, so there's a very clear global bias that domestic labor is not true Uh work. When I think all of us who've ever had to deep clean a fridge can tell you, yeah, that's that's work. Yeah. It's hard work scrubbing a tub. Like don't even taking care taking care of a child all day. Well don't even. it even it even gets into meal preparation mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. too, and all of that. And that that's I've I've read recently, like that's a huge percentage of domestic labor mm-hmm. is just getting food. groceries and making yeah. food and then cleaning afterwards. Just the food aspect of that plus laundry. That's like what percentage of what you do? Like that's a lot yeah. of stuff. Yeah. I think when it, I'm gonna tie this in. So there's another like um renegotiation thing that they kind of do, which is like one of my favorite things that they do. And it's like the sweetest thing that they do is that there's like this the the female lead like figures out that she is having feelings for this guy and they kind of like have the renegotiate stuff and she mm. kind of wants to institute this hug day where it's yes. like every day and and like it's really like such a great thing because it ties back into that kind of emotional labor but also the like acknowledging that you as a human and who you are you crave to have like that some sort of human connection mm. and he is not in that position because of the way that he is. is. And so he doesn't know that. And she took the time to be like, hey, I need this to fulfill myself as a human and to like feel comfort because it's just something that I need to do. And they like instituted this day where it was like every like, Tuesday, was it? Or I every can't every Tuesday, Tuesday, they have to hug her when he gets home from work. And it's yeah. such a sweet thing and it's also like so great to like see her being like i need this this is not something Mm. that's like a monetary thing but it's something that i like need for my mental well-being and i know that you don't understand it right now but like i need it and you can start Mm. to see after the weeks and weeks and weeks as he starts to understand it whether like he really like gets it but he like emotionally understands the value of that like you you can see his hugs get less awkward as the episodes Mm -hmm. go on like and it's like like a real comfort yeah yeah it's like if they're having a bad day or like if there is something that like is troubling them or like they've had like a fight or whatever there's something it's kind of like their truce time like it's their like time to be like no Mm -hmm. we're gonna acknowledge that we are 
both in this we're humans and we need to do something very human and that focuses on our relationship and it's the Mm. sweetest thing it's like one of my favorite things that they did in that show it's and wasn't there lovely. even a time that he had to work overtime or something and then he thought he was going to totally miss out on hug day and he was like super bummed yeah it was so cute oh my god and then, and then one time she wants a hug like before hug day and she's like can i like can you pay me early for hug day and it's just like and at one point he like comes in and he's late and it's like when they're having sort of an awkward time and she's like it's tuesday i it's like hug day and he looks at the clock and he's like but it's wednesday now and she's like it's hug day <laughs> we hug now it's oh, it's lovely it's just a lovely show mm-hmm. I, know, I know you're all asking yourselves longtime listeners does natalia think her mom would like it would mama joe love this <laughs> would show joe? Would, i think, mama joe would I, think I may be going into mama joe's netflix and adding it to her queue yeah. just putting that out there and being like oh there's this show i think you'll really like <laughs> i i listen i game the system on my mom's net because i pay for my mom's netflix so i game the system you know mm-hmm. what i mean i just go in and i'm like add to list <laughs> But uh, yeah, no, I think this is one that like is kind of for anyone. Mm-hmm. Like, like I think I'll probably have my husband watch it at some point when he wants a cutesy, you know, on the cuter side of things. No. <laughs> hello, little, hello, little dogs. I'm not even editing this part out. I'm leaving it in. I'm leaving it in. Yeah, let them say my, what they want to say. Ch- my chihuahua is hungry and has opinions about yeah. full-time wife escapists. He's like, I think domestic labor is great, so long as the domestic labor is you feeding me yeah. when I'm not supposed to be fed. I deserve a snack. Snack, please. Uh, yeah. So, A+. Plus. This show's just A+. Plus. Do, do you want to have a little comment about the movie? I actually totally spaced that there was the movie. Yes. So I, yeah. I still need to watch it, but you ladies can definitely oh, bring up okay. like what you thought okay. about it. All right. The movie. So, so the movie came out in 2021. Mm-hmm. Um, after the couple had gotten married. So And it was in the middle of COVID. And the plot of the movie is they decide to have a baby. Very, you know, the <laughs> way the that book. they are. Yeah, exactly. The way yeah. that they are. Contract they, up. They, they write out how they're going to have a baby and then get pregnant and then COVID hits. Mm-hmm. Um, but what I, okay. So then it's just, you know, about them having to be separate because he has, he's an essential worker and she goes to stay with her parents to get out of the city. And it's just, it's very sad, but very cute. Mm-hmm. But what I have to say is there's this very important bit of the movie, two important bits of the movie that I think make this man the best. Oh, I think I know exactly which moment that you're talking about, which is also when I was like, I am deeply in love with you now, sir. (laughs) So one moment is when they're choosing, trying to choose a name for the baby. Yeah, Jesse's nodding. She knows. Mm -hmm. They're trying to choose a name for a baby. So they're like going back and forth. And then he says, I think we should pick a gender neutral name for the baby because we don't know what gender they'll want to be when they grow up. I was... I died. Get. I, I think was, I have screenshots of it too. I was like... Get. I was it, like, this man. This man. 
Yeah. And it was just, just natural, too. And she was like, he was like you're oh. right. She, you're absolutely she's like, you're right. absolutely correct. She's like, I didn't think of that. You're absolutely correct. Yeah. They might want to be a different gender. Like, mm-hmm. Yeah. May, other- may, I just, may I just emphasize for a moment? What? That was a Japanese character saying those words. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wow. That's the, really cool. The other moment. That I'm just like, this man, this man, why are, listen, one man deserves rights, this man. <laughs> and so he's at work and he's like, okay, so like on, this is my wife's due date. So I will be taking my paternity leave um, to help her with the new baby after it's born. And they all try to be like, oh, you're taking paternity leave. Like, no, no, no man in this company has ever taken paternity leave. And he goes, excuse me, but legally speaking... I am permitted to take this amount of paternity leave once my wife has a child and I encourage all the men in this office to take paternity leave and help their wives after they go through an incredibly painful taxing process such as labor and delivery because they need the help. And also it's legally required that you give me paternity leave. So I will not be deterred from not taking my paternity leave. He, he does not mess around no, with that type he, of thing. Listen, he like, deserves right. He, he's like, I don't care if you all shame me. I'm, I'm still going to do pretty it. much coded autistic and don't know that that's happening and don't really care. So I care about my wife more than I care about you all thinking I'm weird for taking paternity leave. So like, you know. And I was just like, one man, one man deserves <laughs> one man. One man deserves oh. rights. Um, he's so awkward, but like you can, you can tell like the character is gonna be the best dad too. Yeah, there's like, like this one part. It's so funny. They're like messing around with him and then like talking about the baby. He's like, "You will not take my baby from me," or like before he's <laughs> born. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, it's like the movie is is. So a lot of times I find like when they make like a movie to like go with a show, the movie you're just kind of like okay, like yeah, you're like eh. sad you, afterthought yeah, essentially. It's like, just it's sort of like right? okay, just we didn't we didn't popularity. need to do this. Yeah. Like this wasn't necessary. When I say this was the perfect bookend to the it's show, not only the perfect bookend, but the the movie was. You can tell there was a sense that they made this movie for people during covid like yeah. that's like all they did it for to help was people that, who were suffering. like have this really yeah. sweet like story where like you see people who are in the middle of covid and having like you know their families separated because of it and that sort of thing but like having this really like comforting movie and to watch sort of yeah thing. and and i think it was it was really nice because i felt like it was really meant to like connect to people like a sense of like, don't worry. Like, mm-hmm. I know everything is scary and hard to understand, but we can still find joy in life. Yeah, and it's it's mm-hmm. a lovely it's a lovely movie. Sky, you gotta watch it. It is. Yeah, yeah. I just I totally spaced That's fine. Um, but there's even one point where, like, she's with her parents and they're watching the news and like a a. Japanese entertainer has passed away from COVID and they deal with that because the dad's like really upset about that mm-hmm. and it's kind of like starts to get like the reality of what's going on and they even like kind of like focus on that too so it's it's like 
I could see someone maybe not wanting to watch it because of the COVID aspect of it, but but it's really like they don't like toy around with it. They like mm-hmm. dive headfirst into what the what COVID is doing, but have this like really great sweet story. It's like very yeah. hopeful and nice and just like a a good like release to watch. Not, I don't listen. I don't cry while watching things, but my eyes may have gotten a little misty at some part. <laughs> Not a full tear, nary a full tear fell, but I was like, okay, yeah, okay. This is very, this is very emotional and sweet. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Another thing I want to mention about the show was at the end of every episode, there was this little dance thing. Yes, yes. Because if you so don't, oh, we haven't said it, uh, but Jen Hoshino is the main um, actor, and he's a mm-hmm. he's a song crazy, crazy popular yeah. musician in Japan. That's like what he's known for is his music. So the like ending credits is one of his songs, and they do this little yeah. dance, and it got really popular. Mm-hmm. And like all of, all the characters <laughs> do it. It's so yeah. cute. It's it's and super then- cute. And another thing the show does that I genuinely love is it like riffs off of like daytime television shows. So every time like a character is having a like internal crisis, it'll like cut to like as though they're being like interviewed on the street or as though they're in like, for example, like on one, one episode, all of these little interstitials are like as though they're on like the Japanese version of like Antiques Roadshow. And, like, them being like, yes, what is, like, what is the value of me? And, like, you know, being like, is it worth, you know, am I worth nothing? Or am I, you know, worth, you know, all of this? Or, you know, there's one where it's, like, when they finally get together where they jokingly have them be on, like, the newlywed show. Where, you know, like, they'll come out and be like, hi, we're, like, newlyweds. Like, and it's really quite a cute, fun little way to, like, get this sort of, like, the point that the show is trying to make across in, like, fun cheesy cute ways and i i just thought the show was excellent all around yeah <laughs> <laughs> i wish you could see what's going on with Sai right. right now and her puppy see we may we may have to switch to just video podcasts because right. sometimes the background stuff happening when we're recording is just <laughs> <laughs> I may just clip this. We can just post this somewhere. It's fine. <laughs> Hello. Hello. She, she's 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 like, I am upset. We are 30 minutes after dinner time. How? Listen, uh, dare her you. mom is She's at like, work. I have opinions. <laughs> and I'm vocal on a good day, so I I talk a lot. So anyway, do we have any final thoughts about full time wife escapist? Or married, we married as a job. Please watch I mean, it. I'm, sh- I'm, sh- I'm sure there are people that like maybe really don't like if if you're only into like thriller, you, you know, you're not going to be into this show. Mm-hmm. We know who's the th- thriller fan in your house. So <laughs> She's like, mm, that would be a me. A yeah, Sh- sugar was like thriller only. Thank you. Um, <laughs> so, but I, I do think I really do think it has value. Like. I'm not trying to make it boring and say every married person or dating person needs to watch it, mm-hmm. but I really do think mm-hmm. it would be helpful to be like, these are the boring parts of life and adulthood that yeah. you actually need to have conversations with your partner about, because if you don't have them when you're dating, you're going to be blindsided when you are living together. So that's yeah. a thing. 
Or even if you're roommates. Shoot. Like, it, it doesn't even have to be. Yeah. <laughs> roommates should watch this together. <laughs> yeah. I mean, but like, I mean, honestly, yeah. Yeah. I mean, just, like, just any sort of relationship in general, I think a lot of the stuff that they talk about can be applied to. And I think that's, like, what they were trying to get to. It's, like, mm. why or why make marriage so drastically different in, yeah. like, your relationships? And, and I know. think... I think what is sort of like, if we're going to call it dangerous to the status quo, is that this presents an idea of an actually fair and equitable marriage that I think is missing for most people. Mm-hmm. Let's let's be honest. Look, look out for your straight girlies out there. Like, the average conversation with a straight woman about her marriage is not this. No. It's not this level. Like, listen, Sky and I aren't are the exceptions, not the rule here. <laughs> but like, you know, like I've heard things, and yeah. I've heard things from almost every married woman I know that makes me go, you know, you don't have to be married. <laughs> well, but <laughs> like, even often, it's you know, you don't have to put up with that, right? Yeah, like. Uh-huh go have a converse at the very least go have a conversation about that is what usually needs to be said you know Mm -hmm. minimally (laughs) and the show is basically saying you deserve better and you can have better by the power of communication well and and that's the thing they have a sit down they reevaluate things but then they follow through for each other Mm -hmm. there's Mm -hmm. no half-assed stuff going on they they make an agreement and they carry through End of story. Like, they're not going to... Because they see the value for the other person, why they need to do that thing. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, the the typical straight dude is maybe going to have some issue with the fault. Yeah. yeah. Um, I feel like, you know, for, for most straight men I've ever met, they would have a hard time living up to this socially awkward autistic man. And that's... Yeah. Um, and I say that with love like y'all should be looking at this guy and being like "Mm, he knows what's what he knows what's up uh and i think like you know the show sort of uh really combats like gender norms marriage norms societal norms at every at every episode every stage of the way and kudos Mm -hmm. kudos I, i even i even enjoyed the fact that like from square one as far as she enjoyed cleaning. So yeah. that was a huge aspect mm-hmm. of her role within their like mm-hmm. work contract and things like that. But the fact that she actually got value and for her as an individual from that too, that was a big deal to me. Cause it wasn't just, I'm doing these tasks cause I have to do them. She yeah. also enjoyed yeah. them and felt like accomplishment for that. And that was and a then, big deal. And then when he would tell her like, wow, like you did a really great job doing this she had a sense of pride mm-hmm. in how in her work yeah and it sort of is saying and i i think that was saying and it wasn't just and a lot of times you'll see something and immediately be like mm, this is propaganda to try to convince people to be housewives but that's not what's happening here because it's not that she didn't value the work that she did in university and that there wasn't any value to say like her aunt's life where her aunt worked hard and everyone respected her aunt 
for her business acumen, right? Because there's even like a big scene where the aunt has to go and like convince the bosses of something. And all the women in the office are like, no, no, we have to support her because she always stood up for us. Like every time Mm -hmm. there was something sexist or something unfair, she would go to bat for us. So like we respect her as a worker, as a human, as a person, and as a woman. And so it it really represented like both of these are respectful positions. Like both of these are like working, staying at home, being a mother, not being a mother. They're all things that are worthy of respect. And I think, you know, her deriving joy and a sense of worth from things that are, you know, traditionally looked down upon, like cleaning, cooking, being a housewife was kind of refreshing because it wasn't saying like, oh, it wasn't saying you have to do this or you shouldn't do this. It was saying, if this is what you want to do, it's just as valid as if it's what you don't want to do. And I, I'm i a fan. Yeah. And also how, how, the, how the aunt and the best friend and the main character gal, how they all respected each other's choices mm-hmm. yes. as well. Yes. Yeah. D- despite, so yeah, the the best friend who obviously her marriage crumbled because like piece of shit husband and all that stuff no one judged her for that like no one judged her Mm -hmm. choices like amongst the main character yeah everyone was supportive of each other and i really that that was good too it's always good to have female characters supporting each other and there's actually a really nice scene where her and the friend are talking and she was saying like you know what you weren't really around when i first got married um and the friend's going well i assumed that you like didn't really respect me for getting married young and having a child. And then instead of saying like, Oh, I never, I never did that. Like you're, you know, she goes, I'm really sorry that that's how I made you feel. Like I would never disrespect Mm -hmm. you for your choices. Like, um, and I think you're an incredibly strong woman for doing what you're doing. And it's just like, yeah, there was a lot of points in this show that they never, they didn't invalidate like, other people's mm-hmm. emotions or like thoughts and feelings about things and it just it it made just watching the show even more special and, and any any of the characters so even yeah. like the the gay co-worker guy and his like dating that you eventually get to see mm-hmm. and stuff like everyone every, everyone was so supportive but not in an unrealistic way like it was it, it always just seemed genuine and mm-hmm. yeah. this is how you have a healthy relationship with all the people around you essentially like it was it was good yeah it was a, it's a lovely show and i really think everyone should watch it how rewatch how rewatchable is it natalia okay you- well i just rewatched it literally yesterday and today <laughs> and i can tell you it is hella rewatchable it was just as nice the second Perfect. time as it was the first. <laughs> no. It really is a special show. Like, I, I think a lot of people will enjoy it. Um, I think it's surprising how good it is um, and surprising what they talk about and what's introduced. And it definitely, like, what you think of based on the synopsis and the posters is not what you get with the show. Uh, so I, I definitely think that people should check it out, even mm-hmm. if you're kind of hesitant towards it. And, like, I won't say that there aren't, isn't, like, heavy comedic, like, elements to it. It has there that. Are. There are. Um, but I think the way they integrate it is really great. And they don't, it doesn't um, 
play down what's going on and it doesn't kind of like make a weird thing or like just like play up for last to like break the tension or like do something weird it's kind of like mm-hmm. it just flows and it's like quirky and funny and just kind of like falls into it so I think like even if you are not someone who enjoys that type of thing you will be okay with it in yeah. the context of this drama and I also believe that if you have watched because this is my first life which is the k-drama you'll probably you're primed and ready for this yeah. one baby I mean like if you thought that was great this one is like He's ten That'll, times more. Yeah, this is they, that was. It's like they took that concept and just like we're like, what if we went even even more extreme with it? We sent stars. it. We sent it. We swished it through the basket. We tripled from the third point line. You know, mm-hmm. I don't and, know and on, basketball. On, on the J drama side, I would say if anyone has watched or liked Only Just Married, like mm. this one is a few steps better at communication and like a super, super healthy relationship, you know, things like that. But like, so, so if you're a person that's kind of into that, yes, you you should come check this out as well. Like definitely it's a associate of that. Hmm. Yeah. Well, this has been another episode of the Certified Nunas. We hope you enjoyed it. Uh, you can listen to us wherever podcasts can be found, but you can also find all of our episodes on YouTube where you should go and like our YouTube channel because we also do live streams and they're really fun and we have a good time. And uh, you can also find all of our episodes with time codes and links and everything that we talk about on our website, certifiednunas.com, which has four years backlog. Oh, Four years backlog of stuff. So if you're new, welcome. We hope that you enjoyed this and we've got way more content that you can enjoy. If you want to support this podcast because you're like, wow, loving the vibes, ladies. uh, You can go to patreon.com slash certified nudists and become part of our certified found family. We put little extras. We have watch parties every month. And of course you get special privileges and roles on our free to join discord server that you should also check out all links to that will of course be on the blog post uh anyway thank you for listening to us we hope you have a fantastic week and as we always say wash your hands wear a mask and keep enjoying asian entertainment goodbye bye bye